Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Rose Metal Podcast hosted by Emily Watson. In this podcast, we talk about the transition out of sports and any struggles athletes may have faced during sports or afterwards. Rose Metal's mission is to provide resources and support for current and former athletes. Welcome to the Rose Metal Podcast. I'm Emily Watson and I'm here with Riley in all caps or she wants to be called Riley! (laughs) The one and only. The one and only. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Today, we're going to talk about working out after sports, which we just realized before this recording in our phone call that there's two types of people. Either you're playing in your sport and you're like, I'm never working out again. And you really don't for a little bit. Or you just like never stop and you like hit the gym really hard and I'm the first person (laughs) and I'm the one hitting the roids (laughs) (laughs) yeah during college I really was like I really hate this this feels like punishment I don't like to work out I feel like this is too hard I'm never working out again and I really didn't um I I took like a year off from actually working out and it didn't feel very good. I felt very weak. And um, yeah, so now I realize that working out actually makes me feel strong, kind of like when I was a, an athlete, a real athlete. And um, it it makes me like remember the times when I felt strong in college too. But mm-hmm. what about you? Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know. There's just something about having a barbell in my hand and just throwing it around as for as heavy as it is it's super empowering for me I guess and it's kind of a way for me to like just rage but no like I lifted a lot in high school so I learned like technique and form and all that kind of stuff it didn't feel like a punishment to me the only punishment was waking up at like 6 a.m and having to like do some weird run I didn't I didn't like that part but I love like the weights aspect of it I would even like like I don't like I guess I can say this now I would work out with the team and then like later on that night I'd do something at the rec because I don't know why I just did and so yeah I like to lift yeah you're a fit girl I I always did my workouts with softball in mind. So for me, I was like training for specifically pitching. And when pitching was over, I was just like, I have nothing to train for. Um, it, it it didn't feel like there was like a purpose behind it. You know uh, what I mean? It's like my favorite part. Yeah, I get that completely. Uh, like my favorite part of just like anything is the process of working towards something. So it's you know it's what I remember the most you know like I remember winning and all that kind of stuff but like what it took to win I love that I just relish in those moments (laughs) you know what this is why you are a professional athlete and you are a championship is because of that because wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is high level shit there yeah I just I and it was like I knew that I loved it, but you want to know who like said it in those words, like to me, who was John Barfelt. <laughs> oh, cause Jay. Yeah, and I was like, holy oh, man, cow! Like that's I resonate with that, and that's what so I do. Found. Yeah, he. I was lost, but then I was found. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a good one to find to find you. He's. A... <laughs> I don't think he'd say the same thing, but God bless that man. He found us, <laughs> unfortunately, separately. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I found an article on the internet <clears throat> that we're going to discuss a little bit. It's titled how to shift from being an athlete to an active adult. <laughs> active adult. Active adult. That's what we are now. Um, That's what we are. <laughs> which oh, no. this applies to anyone that like, whether you played in high school, a little bit of college or whatever, um, you still have a transition out of your sport, no matter when it was there's no reason to dock your experience if you you're like oh I just played in high school like no you still have that transition out and it's kind of hard trying to figure out what to do for training if you feel like you're not like me like you're not training for like your sport anymore yeah so what is it physician and rex dio advises the following and there's four things the first one the first one is for long-term fitness be moderate so (laughs) what they're saying is usually athletes like to go hard all year and dr rex recommends not going hard so long because (laughs) then that could uh that could cause your body to kind of wear down a little bit earlier um I don't know what kind of science or backup there is on that because I go hard in my workouts every day. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I if I get I just get bored if it's not like making me like near death moments. <laughs> <laughs> I love that feeling. Like it's yeah. I just love the adrenaline rush and the you know, afterwards you get the satisfaction and like maybe that's a little toxic, like because I don't, I don't know how to take like a rest day. Like I feel like I have to be going all the time, and I know an important part of recovery is rest. But it's it's really hard for me to do both. I guess. Yeah, for for me, I under, totally understand. Like, I I gotta go hard every day. Like this is this is every day. I mean, it was different for me when I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of lazier when I was an actual. <laughs> like athlete when I was a pitcher like I would be like I just want a day off so I would take like a day and do absolutely nothing um but now it's like I feel like I'm almost I'm very close to being in better shape than I was when I was playing no yeah you look great right now like you're thank you you're welcome I was I'm doing 75 hard and I'm on day 45 and I haven't posted anything about it congrats to anyone listening because there's like five of you, so thank you, um, yeah. <laughs> mom. <laughs> thank you, mom. Thanks, dad. Um, <clears throat> because I'm doing 75 hard, and it makes me feel like an <clears throat> athlete again. Like it makes me feel like I have purpose in my workouts, and really purpose in my everyday. Like feeling strong doing something, and feeling like I accomplished something. Like it doesn't have to be for my sport anymore. It's for feeling good in general. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like it gives me like a reason credibility with coaching my kids too. Yep. I, I did the 75 hard over quarantine and it's no joke. So kudos for sure. It's, 
def- the hardest part for me anyway was like the the dieting and like I did intermittent fasting so I started eating at like 11 and ended at like six or seven and like I love to eat at night like it's like I have a bottomless stomach when it when the sun goes down oh (laughs) and so that was like the hardest part for me like I loved just I mean it was also very easy at this time because the world was shut down so like I could do 45 minute workout two 45 minute workouts super easily I I should try it now that like I you know life is going on right now yeah you should do it again I should do it again it was a good time and like I saw, I mean, obviously a lot of results. I love the reading aspect of it because, you know, I never really just thought about, oh, let me read today. And then once I started reading, I love to read now. Like it's a daily thing that I've like picked up. Yeah. For anyone that's listening and that like doesn't know what 75 Heart is, we'll (laughs) definitely do, we'll definitely do like a whole podcast on it. Yeah. That's a good um, one. Yeah, we'll we'll go into like all the details on it for sure. But if you're listening to this and you've heard of it, I recommend just doing it like tomorrow. Start tomorrow. Yes. Because yes. you you just got to get started. There's no more. Oh, I'll wait till after New Year's. I will, I'll wait till every year, bitch. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> every year. There's a New Year's. Every yep. year. Um, so there's no more excuses and it makes me feel so proud of myself every single day, checking off all the things on the checklist. Yes. Um, so that's been something that has helped me with finding out what works for me with workouts, um, after not being a competitive athlete anymore, because it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something every day. Yeah. That, so like, you know, your, your workouts are very sports specific when, um, you're in college and like obviously you're preventing injury more than anything and longevity uh to for the season and so once I stopped playing I didn't like doing that as much and so I didn't I was just kind of doing a bunch of like things mixed together I just didn't really know what I was doing and then the doors of a CrossFit gym and I got so addicted to CrossFit like it's not even funny like the stereotypes you hear about it that was me completely yeah. me but again like throwing weight around and knowing you have all this freaking weight over your head is so empowering and then just like learning the gymnastics part of it like I got so into it that I, I my first year like I did the open or the crossfit oh, open cool. and all that kind of stuff and yeah and it was it was so much fun and, I, and again it was that process of working towards like the CrossFit Open or whatever um but I I absolutely love CrossFit and I still do some CrossFit to this day I mean now that I've been playing pro I've obviously calmed down a little bit and started doing more sports specific stuff but every now and then I get my little itch of CrossFit (laughs) yeah I did CrossFit in high school and I absolutely loved it um what ruined it for me was the drama. So shout out to those people. And <laughs> are we about to go on a rant? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the five thirty a.m. class. 
Just know there was a reason, bitch. There was a reason I switched to the 6.30 p.m. You can't be following to me that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I, I went it's... to the 9 a.m. class. <laughs> 9 a.m. seems chill. Yeah, it, it was a bunch of moms and they were my best friends. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. I, I, now I go to F45 and I go to either 8 a.m. or noon. And both of those times are super chill. I used to go to 7 a.m. Those people had things to do, so they were kind of boring. Um, but because, like, they're busy. They go, they're going at 7 a.m. They're, like, their mind is on the workout, and then they got to hustle out of the room. Like, I get it. You're busy. And I was busy when I was going to 7 a.m. too. So yeah. now that I'm able to go to 8 a.m., those people are cool. And and some of them are still the people from 7 a.m. too. They just have a little bit like more flexible of a day. And then yeah. noon is really cool too because it's uh, right in the middle of the day. Everyone's got all the energy and it's really fun. But yeah. yeah. No, I, I never <laughs> want to go to a 5 a.m. class again. There's... I don't know how you would do that. I am not a morning person. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to do it. Like when I go home with my parents, uh, I have to fly over there, right? Uh, yeah. So... I don't have my own car, so I got to go when they go, and they go at 5 a.m., which is really 3 a.m. my time, so that's fun, um, but you know what? We're we're getting those workouts in. You can't miss them. Yeah. Oh, and number two on this article said find new motivations, which we're kind of talking about right now, so yeah, um, yeah. new motivators could, could be maintaining a healthy weight, managing stress, improving sleep. You know, they seem like very low level standard things, which some people may need that. Like some people like me may not realize that like working out to like keep your body right is important rather than training for something like there are actual like real health reasons to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, not feeling tired all the time and not having pain from not training anything all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, like the whole uh, motivation part, like obviously I was super into like nutrition and all that kind of stuff. And so it was just really cool to see like progress, how your body changes, how your body reacts. And so I got I obviously I, I mean, honest, honestly, I got really into that as well with the whole working out thing. And like <laughs> it honestly probably got really annoying for my family because I'm like, yeah, I'm not putting that in my body. But, but I mean, now I'm a little more lenient because I love food, but (laughs) um, just that, again, the whole like motivation thing of eating well, what does this food do to make me feel this way? And like, it has great effects. Like, yeah, like the longevity, like if you stick to, you know, eating good foods, it doesn't even have to be, you know, 100% of the time of the week, it could be just. 80% of the time of the week and I'm telling you you will feel so good and so much better and just so much more energized it's insane you know what's crazy is the first time that I noticed that food like really has a very quick effect on you is um when I realized that I was allergic to bananas so (laughs) bananas were my favorite snack because they're like filling and only like 100 calories and they're like give you energy and stuff and I was and I would like wonder why I had like insane heartburn for like two days after or like (laughs) 
And then I'm like, there's no way a banana can do that to me. And it's real. Like food has like real effects on you, whether it's like mm-hmm. or um, like just paying attention to how you feel after you eat certain foods is huge. Like I realized that I feel better. Uh, for example, um, if I eat ice cream the night before, I'm going to go have a 6 a.m. workout. I, I feel like crap. Hmm, I wonder why. What did I eat last night? ice cream (laughs) like and like the sad thing about it is is like your body gets used to that so the more and more you know you eat ice cream you eat and you you just get used to that feeling and that's where people just fall into a hole when it comes to like food like I think back of like what I put in my body as like a high schooler and then I'd have to go play like a basketball game at seven o'clock at night and I was just dragged well I mean I was to me, I was still performing at a high level for what I was eating. But if I tried that today, no shot. No shot you would see me out there performing at all. So, like, pay attention to your foods. And alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, a slight rant. Uh, <laughs> you can't be going out partying and then expect to play a really good game the next day. Like, what? No. I know some people who, like, have these superpowers of, like, going on a freaking bender and then waking up at 6 a.m. completing their run when I've like (laughs) went to bed at 9 p.m. I woke up on time I drank all my water and I still can't complete my run dude (laughs) they like like, have their sunglasses on but they're still running like a seven minute mile yeah (laughs) and I'm just like one night and you're not that guy pal (laughs) oh also, I think something important to mention is water. So I, I feel like water fits in the nutrition and like health aspect because if you're trying to have like a, an, like a kind of intense workout, like when you were lifting for your sport or whatever, and you're not drinking enough water, like you're going to get hurt. And yes. yes, you can still get hurt when you're not competing. You <laughs> still... You can still injure yourself even if you're not on a, a field or on a court or anything. Um, so I, I don't know. I I started feeling hamstring problems when I was like a sophomore, I think, and I started drinking more water. And after a few days of drinking more water, I never really had those like muscle um, tightness problems in my legs again, which is like, is water? Yeah, water is essential. <laughs> Yes. It's very essential. Number three is come up with a new workout plan. So you could do cardio, you could do resistance or strength training, balance and agility training, or flexibility and stretching. So kind of choose what like you like to do, which I mean, naturally you'll probably, after you're done with the sport, you'll probably go try to figure out what you like. So some people get into like jujitsu, Muay Thai, running yoga um like for me it's f45 because there's no running um i mean i still like jog a little bit just to kind of like push myself mm-hmm. <laughs> because i hate running so much <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh well i have a challenge for you then okay. that i did okay. it's called the four by four by 48 okay oh god and you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. <laughs> and not sleep? 
I mean, you can sleep. You got four hours to do whatever you need to do. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. And like it does, you don't have to run it. Like if you, you could run two miles and then walk the other two, but it cuts into your four hours. Oh my God. So it's like pick or choose. Oh my God. You can't present this to me because now I have to do it. You can do it. Like I did it. You can do it. When did you do it? Um, when did I do that? I feel like it was over summer sometime. It was probably in quarantine. All right. Well, <laughs> Who has time to do that? Come to San Diego and we'll do it. Oh my gosh. That yep. would be so much. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> Your miles... it's, it's too cold here. <laughs> Your miles will be way faster than me for sure, but at least you'll do it in a sunnier place. Oh, and warmer. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. That needs it's to, well, too I'm cold to be. That. It's too cold to be in the Midwest right now. Come over to San Diego. We're Everyone, join us. We'll, we'll do it. Join us. Join us, mom. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking to the darkness. <laughs> when we go viral and someone listens back on this, like five years from now. They're going to be like, wow, they had some good stuff. <laughs> I know. But they also sucked at, at podcasts. Like, we have great ideas, but, like, what are we doing? Um, yes. We're getting better. Mantra getting of better. my life. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, not going to lie. I went into Tulsa and I was like, I am not good enough for this place. But what am I doing here? What am I doing here? <laughs> so I just made myself good enough for the place. Um, number four, keep sports in your life. Okay, now it's time to rant about people asking me to play slow, <laughs> to play pitch. slow pitch. Just cut it out. Like, stop, stop asking me that. I don't give play it a break. Sp- <laughs> I was a pitcher. Do you understand that I don't hit, I don't field, I don't run? All the things that I hate about softball are in slow pitch. I don't play for fun. I I play to compete. I play to win. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Stop asking me to play on these slow pitch teams. Actually, you know what? I was asked to play on a team in Dubai, and I was like, honestly... Dubai? Yeah. I was like, okay, that would be actually pretty cool. I dabble. (laughs) You know what? All of a sudden, I'm a fielder. I'm a shortstop. Maybe I can do something. All of a sudden, I can throw overhand. I'm there. Yeah. That would be legit. Holy cow. No, but like, I I was like a three, I was a three sport athlete in high school. And so there's a bunch of sports I love. And so with the point number four that we're at here, just recently, I was in a competitive women's basketball league, and it was the most fun I've ever had. Like, we we ended up winning the whole thing. And so, like, I was playing to win. I was playing to win 100%. As you should. <laughs> and I was also just, like, absolutely gassed. Basketball shape is a whole different shape. And I think I was, I just got hit with that at 26 years old this year. I could never play basketball. But it was a blast. It was a blast. You know what? If you want to be in shape and you're in the post-competitive sports part of your life, 
you know what? Jump into that rec basketball. Heck yeah. They'll get you. Don't be don't be an active athlete. Be a basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> we are better than just an active adult. You're an active athlete. That's right. The athlete yeah. never leaves. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I feel like my keeping my sport. Well, I am a coach. I guess that counts, but I I don't know. I feel I feel strong in the gym and I feel like that's good enough. That's that's I yeah. don't need I don't need to actually like play <laughs> Yeah, I like to overdo things. <laughs> I like I just like my heart beating as fast as it can at all times possible. <laughs> you know what? CrossFit is good for that. You're, I know. I know. Maybe you're not doing Maybe I should take a leap back and, like, be a professional. Be like Tia. Maybe I can be Tia. No, I don't know. That's a lot. I mean. It's it's hard. It's hard. But it's so much fun. Okay. It's hard and what? It's so much fun. Yeah, you could do it. You could do it. I know. uh, I also want to play softball. Yeah. I think she's, like, in her 30s. Is she? She is. She is. She yeah, is it's definitely peak age for women right now. It is? No, like I'm saying, well, I don't know. I feel like mid-20s maybe is well, for women. The guys are the later. Like, they can... Oh. Well, I'm, I've am i been having, like, a little bit of a crisis because when I was 21 and playing professional ball, my coach told me that uh, she was like, oh, you got time to get so good. Like you, uh, the peak age for women in sports is 26. Oh, and, I'm right at the peak. And, and now I'm 26 like I'm and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I peaked. <laughs> this is it. I'm done after this. It's downhill from here. We're going to be active athletes or active adults. Active adult time. <laughs> after 26. <laughs> This sucks. Well, I guess the the conclusion of this is to start working out whether you like it or not, and you'll you'll end up liking it. You'll like it. You'll like it. Conclusion: Get up and do something. Yeah, I like. I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't have the gym. I don't know what else I'd do, honestly. Besides, I guess cast spells (laughs) (laughs) and howl at the moon. You and Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> Casting spells on Tom Brady. <laughs> Playing with my crystals. That's a great hobby. I'm so happy for you that you found your calling. I, right? Everyone's you know, been it, their calling. Ever since I left college, I feel like I've been in a manic episode. So, <laughs> You know what? I have a feeling you're not the only one. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Rose Metal Foundation and Twitter at Rose Metal Org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and leave a review. It really helps us by spreading the word. Sign up for our newsletter to get weekly updates from us. Another way you can support us is by making a donation at www.rosemetalfoundation.org forward slash donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, so your donations are eligible to be tax deductible. So far, we have shared the stories of over 40 current and former athletes, and we have a mentorship program called Championship Mentoring.